Hey, how's it going? My name is Andrew Rodriguez, and this is my first ever podcast. And I'm here right here with um, Jaime Fima, too. Um, this podcast will be called Conversations at the Ducks. This is the California Aqueduct in Palmdale, California, off of 70th Street West. This is one of the most common places where you find a bunch of younger people hanging out. It's one of the viewpoints up here. There's not much else to do out here in Palmdale. So this is kind of where everyone just goes to hang out. And there's one of me and Jamie's favorite spots to come out and just kick it. Don't really do much at all. Yeah, it has a nice little view right here. You know, sometimes we have little honking sessions right here. We'll come up here after car meets. You know, it's one of the most common things to do, especially during this COVID-19 lockdown. You know, California is one of the most restrictive states so far during this whole COVID bullshit. And well, there's not much else to do. I mean, all the restaurants are closed and a lot for like the younger crowd, especially the car scene, the cars, uh, car meets are still popping. Yeah, we just went to one right now and it was like, it was, it was going good, but um, we just dipped because... It's just boring sitting in your car, and it's just the same thing every week, kind of. Palmdale street scene isn't really the best, but, I mean, it still goes down. Yeah, if you ever, if you guys ever want to check it out, you know, come right here to Palmdale, California, off of 70th, the California Aqueduct right here. It's got a nice little view of the whole town, especially at night, and if you come here during the sunset, it, it's really nice. So, Jamie, what are your thoughts on, like, this whole, like, COVID bullshit? I mean, how has it been affecting you personally and your whole life and everything? Uh, so right now, see, I'm in school, so I can't even go back to school. I hate online. It fucks up the whole entire motion of, you know, getting your grades up, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. See, I graduated back in the summer of 2019, and um, I'm currently working in aerospace as a machinist at a small aerospace company like a mom-and-pop company in, in Selmar, California. And it's pretty, it's affecting us, too, like, in my job, because the air, air, uh, airlines is pretty pretty slow. And I don't know how much I can speak on, like, what we do and all that, but all I'm going to say is, like, aerospace is pretty slow right now. Yeah, I, I had a job at Jack in the Box, and it got messed up because of grades. Because, like, online school is really difficult, especially if you have no internet at home. You got to um, deal with the hotspots. You got to deal with um, trying to get the connection set up real quick. Do your turning your work right on time. If not, you don't get the points for it. And and um, you also have to deal with um, the te- some teachers like to um, do the work at the end of the class, and usually they do lectures throughout the whole class. So you, that's a lot to do. Yeah, I feel like it'd be pretty boring just sitting on your fucking computer or your phone all day, trying to go to classes and do that off of your uh, off your phone or a computer. Yeah, it really is boring. Like all I do is sit in my room just. You know, on my computer, in class for like five hours. Yeah, it definitely doesn't sound like a fun time. And me, like, I'm more of like a hands-on learning type person, so like I have to be there to see it and like have somebody else explain it to me like in person a lot better. Yeah, that's how I am too. I I cannot learn from just the computer. I need a hands-on approach. That's how I, I learn way better. And now, as far as, like, this whole lockdown thing, it really hasn't affected my life much. I mean, I kind of just do the same thing. Just go to work every day, come home. You know, I'll cook, I'll clean, I'll pack my lunch for the next day, and that's it during the work week. And on the weekends, it's the same thing. Either go to a car meet or just hang out with my homies. You know, get fucked up somehow. Yeah, I mean, we, like, just drinking, we'll most likely just drink. Yeah, usually and we have that, some fun adventures, huh? That or just random-ass spontaneous adventures. Like, we'll go random beach trips, random drives, anywhere, really. Um... And, like, New Year's Eve, I went to a rave out in the middle of the desert. 
And uh, on one of the next few episodes, I'm going to have the actual promoter of these raves, these lockdown raves, and have him come on speak how he's been doing that, how he does it, and, uh, you know, how his life is uh, as a DJ and everything, too, because he also makes music. But, you know, I, you know, a lot probably going to get a lot of hate for it, but I don't really care for this lockdown, and I feel like a lot of people don't either, seeing as a lot of people are moving out of the state of California. Yeah, this lockdown is just useless. So a lot of people are not following the lockdown rules anyways. So what's the whole point of the lockdown? And then, like, the mask regulations, I'm fine with them, but I'm getting tired of them. Like, having to walk in a store every time with a mask. Yeah, I know. Going everywhere with a mask. Like, I, I can mask on me, like, 24-7. Yeah, like, the same thing is, like, if I don't bring my mask, I'll go to a store and I'll just pull my T-shirt just up over my face and they don't care. Like, some, I mean, I don't see how it's going to stop any fucking disease. Like, yeah, some people some people care. It's retarded. Like, one time I forgot my mask, I had to pull my T-shirt up. Some random lady came up to me and was talking about how um, that's dangerous. It still spreads germs. I'm like, but it's my own T-shirt. I understand where she's coming from, but it was a last-minute thing. I forgot my mask at home. I just needed to grab a couple things and then leave. I'm not, I'm not walking around the store talking to everybody. Yeah, exactly. And, like, this whole stupid, like, Gavin Newsom, he doesn't give a shit about, like, he's telling everyone to, you know, put your mask on in between each bite, you know, don't go out, but, yeah, he's going to Hawaii, he's going to different restaurants, and he's doing indoor dining with mass groups of people, like, probably his family or friends and all that, but it's still over the maximum he's telling everybody to have at home, which is pretty fucking stupid and pretty hypocritical, if you're gonna ask me. Yeah, especially having birthdays during this whole COVID season. My birthday was, um, in July, July 7th, actually, and... It was during the whole COVID season. I couldn't even do much because of the whole lockdown regulations and all that stuff. Yeah, same. Like, I just celebrated my, my 20th birthday right now on January 3rd. I mean, it's a Sunday, so I really couldn't do much and go out because I had work the next day and I didn't feel like calling out after, uh, you know, my company gave us a whole week and a half off, so I didn't feel like coming back and calling out the same day. And, uh, but, I mean, on Saturday, we did the day before my birthday. You know, me and Jamie and a few other friends, we hung out. It was pretty chill. Yeah, that's what they ditched us. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but this whole COVID-19 stuff is just getting old already. Um, and now they're talking, telling us that we have to get the vaccine. Like, I've heard that for the kids to go back to school, you have to get the vaccine. Or they're not allowed to go back to attend school at all. And that's kind of forceful on, like, the whole free, free will part. Yeah, well, that's enough about this COVID stuff, you know. This podcast seems like it's trying to just jumping around, but uh, I also don't want to make it like an interview and just come up with a bunch of different questions. I feel like that's kind of what podcasts are, just a bunch of group of friends. That was kind of cool. Daddy's truck. <laughs> but, you know, I think, like, my whole point of this podcast is just going to be just a bunch of uh, different friends having fun, just bullshitting and talking. And then I kind of want to get people from different career fields to come in and talk about their careers and what they do as a job to help other viewers try and figure out what they want to do as a career, because I still struggle with that. Like, I'm not sure if I want to keep my job, stay as a machinist, which, don't get me wrong, which is a great job that a lot of people try and get into, but it's pretty boring now, and I want something different. And there's a lot of that going on up here at the Aqueduct. Kids will come up there with their, you know, their mommy or their daddy's car and slide that shit around. Where people come up here and they party, they'll drink, they'll do drugs, or they'll hook up in their cars. Yeah. There's been a few times where I came up here, actually we came up here all the time drinking, 
smoking, you know, having fun. I remember one time I came up here, some group of dudes have fireworks and are throwing them inside the aqueduct. You know what I'm telling me? I have some at home. <laughs> it was dope, though, because it was, like, the motor shots, and once you throw them in, I, I expected it to go out. Nope. It actually popped inside of the water. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was one time I came up here with a few friends after a car meet, and, uh, uh, there were some people, and they came up here with our group that were just chilling with us, and they jumped in the car, and they are smoking, the smoking, uh, smoking the weed. And these two girls in the backseat were just going full on at it, like jumping on each other, hooking up, like making out, you know, finger blasting each other. That was a pretty wild thing to see. But apparently that goes on a lot up here. Yeah, did did, did, did some dude go up to them too? Yeah, yeah, some dude actually came up to them, like walked up to them, and he offered them some Percocet, and they went up to the top of the little hill right here. I guess they hooked up, but he was a two-pump chump because he came back down five minutes later. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's a big thing up here in Palmdale. Like, I, f- I feel like a lot of people do is, like, there's not much to do up here in general to start out with. So it's either just get drunk, and there's been a lot of, especially during this whole COVID season, there's been a lot more drunk uh, driving accidents and drug overdoses. And I feel like um, a lot of people are taking their own lives and they're uh, taking their own lives because of depression or some other reasons where they can't see friends or family or do their normal life or losing their jobs. Like, I just lost a friend uh, a week ago to a drug overdose. I'm still not too sure on the details if it was, like, she got the bad drugs or she, like, overdosed on her own uh, will. But, you know, up here in Palmdale, there's not much to do in general anyways from beginning before this whole COVID thing. So a lot of people up here, they just, you know, they drink or they'll do drugs or they'll just party. Yeah, because it's just a desert out here. Like, before the whole COVID situation or anything like that, um, I used to go to, like, the movies or the mall or the boulevard, you know. But now it's just, like... Even like even before like it's it gets boring like it's the same thing over seeing the seeing the same thing over and over, it just gets boring. It's it's better just to venture out farther, to explore more areas that you haven't seen at all. Yeah, like, I mean like the coolest thing that a lot of people could do before the COVID thing was go to Santa Clarita. That's like the next biggest town over. But then there's not not even much to do out there. And then and then as like a kid, huh? Aside from oh, six, six legs. legs too, yeah. But then again, as a kid with, like, a low income, it's kind of hard to find things to do. But that's not my favorite thing is always to just go to the beach and just kick it on the beach. I know this abandoned hotel, which is kind of cool to explore and, like, you know, go on to the docks at the beach and kind of mess with the seals or try and say what's up to them. Yeah. Like, not not too long ago, about a month ago, I took, what was it, me, you, Jamie, Gio, uh, and, Gio Izzy. and Izzy. We went out to the beach. We went had some fun. So I showed them at the abandoned hotel. Went on the docks and explored and, you know, said hi to the SEALs. And there's, like, an abandoned ship right next to the, the Navy base at Port Wainimi. And uh, there's, like, an abandoned old rusted-up ship from, like, the 1980s, which I want to find more research on. And, like, the art wall, and then we just went onto the pier and just hung out there for a while. Found a free Arizona just chilling there, unopened. <laughs> that was, like, the best fucking Arizona. And then I tried to, I tried to, we found a fish soak, and I tried to go fishing, and I lost it. Yeah. I know, I want to go back out there. My, my best friend, Dylan Rawlings, I'm going to try and have come back, try and come on this podcast. He goes fishing out there at least every couple of weeks, and he goes fishing for lobster, and he comes back with a full, with a full, um, full limit of his lobster, him and his best friend, within a few hours. So, so I'm trying to have cool. him hook it up with some lobster for me. Yeah, that's cool. But oh, he's seafood, a Seafood, man. Seafood. The best seafood place to go to is over by Redondo. 
Mm. I haven't really explored, you know, more down south. Oh, man, it's the best. And the closest beach I'll go to is just right there in Oxnard. I got a lot of family and friends out there. I met the, the rapper or the artist, uh, Anderson Pock, at one of um, Q94.7's radio show. They had, like, a little uh, pop-up event at the WSS, and I met Anderson Pock there. He was cool mm-hmm. as hell. I think he was doing his uh, album release for uh, for uh, his album Oxnard. That was a pretty cool uh, time to see him. And I got to talk with him for a few seconds. I didn't, like, overhype about him. You know, I did fanboy him. I kind of just talked with him about, like, uh, just like a normal person. I talked with him for a few minutes about Mac Miller and how, Mac, how like, cool Mac Miller was and how uh, genuine of a person was. And Mac Miller really influenced a lot in my life as well. It's, like, from a music standpoint to uh, the way he lived his life, he's just a, such a genuine person. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. See, my music taste is more of just, like, a mixture of everything. Okay. I don't have a specific genre of music or my favorite artist. It's just a mixture of just random music altogether. Yeah, my music taste kind of just fluctuates. Like, it'll jump between, like, if I'll throw my playlist on my drive to work every morning, it'll start out with, like, whatever I was listening to or just I'll sh- throw it on shuffle. And it could be, you know, some rap to, like, some hardcore, like, heavy metal to some classic rock and roll to some country. And it'll jump back to rap, or it'll just keep bouncing around. Like, my music taste is pretty wide. I don't have, like, a set genre that I listen to. But an artist I'll mainly listen to, for sure, all the time, is Mac Miller. See, that's cool, that's cool. I think I've heard, like, a couple songs from Mac Miller that you played. Yeah, I'll always bump Mac in this car. Yeah. But, uh... So, how how do you like it living out here in Palmdale? Is there any other city close by that you visited that you would want to go to? Hmm, let's see. Like, you would want to move and live in. Move and live in. I think the city I would love to move and live in was would be Roseman. They Roseman. have more because they have more of like a calmer rules. Yeah, it's it's actually a different county. It's Kern yeah, County it's, instead yeah. of Allen County, and Kern County is a lot more or less restrictive. Like uh, it was December twenty eighth, I believe it was. It was a Sunday. My cousin just came back from uh, boot camp, and we hung out. We just went for a random drive. Oh, those two people over there are fucking. Oh, damn. Oh, they, oh yeah, they oh, are. They really are. They're in the they back. Really are, you can see their phone lights looking for their clothes. Yo, they really are. Guys, they're fucking... <laughs> that car over there. Look, they're fucking... Look, that white car. The like, away over there. They're fucking... They just put on their phone lights to look for their uh, hands right now. You can see that. They didn't invite me. Oh, God, bro. Yeah, so right here in the backseat, we got our homie Gio and Jaime's little brother Alex. But I don't really feel like... I don't think they're going to want to talk. You guys can talk on the podcast freely. Nope, I'm straight. I'm a keep I don't quiet. Know what I'm to a shy talk about. I'm camera shy. It's not camera. It's just recording voice. I'm, a, I'm recording voice shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really not too sure on how to do a podcast. I got to do more research onto it. There's only like two or three people I listen to, like podcast wise, which is of course the Joe Rogan Experience, uh, Joey Diaz, and Russell Brand. There was one podcast I listened to. It was my uncle showed me him. Because my uncle was locked up for a while, and he listens to his podcast all the time. Um, I forget his name. I have to switch it up. But he was he was pretty he was a pretty cool dude. Um, he helped my uncle get through a lot. He helped my uncle actually find God, because like the the dude he listened to, he's an old guy, so he he bumped like oldies and stuff that on the podcast. Also, like he um talked about what he did in his life and how he made it better, and what you can do to improve. That life you're living right now, like you get different examples. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. I, I gotta find his name out soon. Mm. 
have me something good I want to listen to. I want to start expanding my whole podcast, like, listening experience, because, like, you know, like I said, it's just three people. But there's also, like, a couple of people I have lined up and want to get on this podcast, too. Like I already said, the guy that throws the DJ, or the raves, the lockdown raves. Uh, I'll have to talk to him more and try and set it up for next Friday, or this coming uh, Friday or Saturday, to try and go see him and meet him down there in L.A. And either throw the podcast, recording it from my car, which is kind of the whole uh, basis of this whole podcast. I want to, you know, I don't want to have, like, a big studio and do all that. I want to just keep it simple and do it from my car and kind of show everyone that you don't need much to start a podcast. Yeah, you know, you can just do it from whenever, like, just from your phone, you know? Like, for this, like, I looked it up online. I looked up, our, uh, like, how to start a podcast and this this place called, uh, I was going to throw it on Spotify, but Spotify told me I, didn't, I need to link it to my RSS profile. So I downloaded RSS and set up my whole podcast uh, website, and uh, this is the first episode. But the next person I want to have on after the DJ um, is my, my grandpa Gilbert, uh, Gilbert Rocha. He was the lead singer of the band The Silhouettes back in the, back oh, in the day. Real? Yeah. He also was the one who, uh, he, uh, he knew Richie Valens personally, and he got Richie the, the actual spot at the, uh, the VFW back in the Valley where he got signed to a record label. Yo, you gotta, you, I gotta, you gotta, you gotta introduce me to your grandpa. Oh, for sure. I'll, I'll, I I'll love bring you around. Richie Valens, bro. Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, that whole, the whole movie La Bamba, it's not completely a true story. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. They just made it, they made it more for, like, the cinematic experience, like, a lot of that shit wasn't real. Yeah. They played, they kind of did my grandpa dirty acting, like, he was an asshole in the band, but my grandpa really did the most for Richie, and he actually got him his, uh, induced to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after he passed. Uh, he got it, and then he got his star put on the Hollywood Boulevard, too, Walk of Fame. That's cool. So my grandpa went out, my grandpa has some really cool stories to tell, I mean, aside from the music, but also, like, just his whole life, you know, he's got a lot of cool stories. Yeah, I feel like old folks have a lot to say, especially mm-hmm. about their life, because they've seen a lot. Like, they've been here yeah. so many years, and they've seen a lot. Definitely, and then you could get a, away with a lot back in the day. Like, I was just having a conversation with my dad, and he was telling me all the crazy shit he would do as a kid. Like, from, he would be on a rooftop of, like, his little apartment complex, and they would call the cops off a payphone and wait for the cops to come there, saying, like, some lady's getting beat. Or something like crazy is going on, so their cops are going, and then they throw rotten eggs from the liquor store that they got from the liquor store on the cop cars and shit like that. And they would do all kinds of just crazy shit back in the day where you could get away with it a lot. And nowadays, you really can't get away with too much, because don't get me wrong, technology's advancement has been so great, but the advancement of technology makes it harder to get away with. Yeah, also, it influences a lot of people's minds. Like, the Mm -hmm. technology technology advancement, it influences people's minds too much. Yeah. Like, they'll see somebody online, like, yo, that person lives so, so well, what do I got to be like them? Oh, I got to be as skinny as them, or I got to be, you know, I got to have this. Oh, I got to disrespect my parents, or I got to do all this stuff for the clout. You know, doing all these crazy stunts and hurting themselves or getting in trouble with the law just to get clout for that, like, little five minutes of fame. Yeah, that I see a lot of that going on on social media right now. People are, are forcing themselves to get skinny because they want to look like this type of person. People are getting body shamed. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of cyberbullying is going on, but also, like... Just basically like influential people who are influencing the wrong crowd. That and everyone's getting soft. Yeah. Because they'll just talk behind their keyboard, but they really, you know, they never had their ass beat. You need like, uh, and one of the things I've learned is you need to actually get hit in the face at least once in your life to know what it feels like. Yeah. You know, same as like you need to hit black eyes while driving. Like you never lived till you fucking hit that shit and you, uh, you know? Yeah. I've never hit black ass when I was driving. 
it's a pretty scary experience. Um, back in uh, what was it, 2019 when it snowed, or 2020? Yeah, summer or, two, or winter of 2019 for Thanksgiving and, uh, oh, yeah. and Christmas when it snowed mm-hmm. up here in Palmdale. I was actually heading out to go to Gorman to go dirt bike riding with my friend as like an early birthday uh, celebration thing, and we hit we hit black ice on the 138 and we ended up flipping over. Oh damn! It was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, that snow experience. Oh my god, that was the first time we had it in like what, ten years. 10 the last years. time it snowed up here was actually on my birthday back in 2010. Yeah, it actually snowed on January 3rd, 2010. Or 2011. I can't exactly remember the date, but I remember it. It did snow on my birthday. Yeah, it was crazy because we, like, out here in Palmdale, it's uh, it's like you gotta drive like an hour to go to the snow up at Mountain High. Yeah. And even then, that's a rip off, dude. Like, I took, I tried taking my little cousins up there before it snowed, and uh, to go play in the snow because they make their own man-made snow, and it's thirty dollars a person, and then twenty dollars for two hours of parking to play in the man-made snow. Yes, that's Which that's pretty messed up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to make money somehow, especially during these challenging times, especially during this COVID whole crisis. But also, you just got to keep that hustle alive. Yeah, especially in your drought, like right here, like in Palmdale, we've actually in California, we've, we've had a, a drought, like, what, like two years ago? Three? We've had a drought for a while. Uh-huh, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. But it's crazy well. because, like, a lot of people. Um, get used to it. Like people who've lived here for many years, they're so used to the desert already that they they can't um, cope with uh, living in a different area. Like, yeah, it, it's crazy because it, it, there's, there's no like no lakes around in Palmdale. There's no. There is one lake, but it's more. I think it's actually just a sewage uh, sewage pond, sewage pop, and it's uh, it's called Apollo Park. Oh yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's a sewage song. That, and then there's also the private lake, but it's like $800 a year for a membership mm-hmm. to go fishing there. Oh, yeah. But the fishing is amazing. Yeah. They got large, you know, they got really insane, like, you know, four or five plus pound trout. You know, they got to be, they're like 16, 17 inches. They got bass. They got carp. They got the lightning trout, which is like the golden trout. They got everything. And then they do duck hunting there, too, apparently. But I haven't done that. Oh, duck hunting. That sounds fun. Go for days with God, dog. Yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, they're leaving now. Finally, oh, they're starting up their car trying to defrost its windows. <laughs> <laughs> if they roll by, no windows are foggy. We yeah, we know they fucked. Yep. I don't get dipping now. See, <laughs> this is a cool place to chill right here. It's a nice yeah, you'll see some. Now. You'll see some cool shit. You'll meet some random cool people. You know, like just yesterday, we were just up here just bullshitting, hanging out. And there's a whole squad of a uh, car full of girls, and they're just bumping music, having a good time. We just walked up to them, you know, trying to be, like, weird. And then they were cool as fuck, and they were, we were kicking it with them for a little bit. Yeah, like and, that. like, I'll just meet random-ass people up here, and we'll just be vibing, you know, come up with a couple, you know, a couple beers, or they'll offer me some beers or whatever. And it's just a good time. Yeah, it's, it, it, Dogwood is a nice place to meet new people. Yeah, definitely. People is. are really chill up here. They really don't care about who's up here. But sometimes there is drama up here, but that's like to their own group. It's 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 weird, but like I've never seen anybody get. I've seen a few people. I've seen a few fights up here coming, like especially back when I was in high school. Like, you know, we go to the Friday night football games from the high school. Oh yeah. And we come up here with friends, and we would hang out, and then you know, we'd either be drinking or just having a good time, just bullshitting, hanging out with friends. And uh, there's been a few fights. You know, people getting drunk, fighting over girls or drama. Um, or just people being stupid, 
and they cause their own drama being, like, really rude or disrespectful. Yeah. Like, especially right here, the 70th Aqueducker here, there's, like, these couple of mountains are here, and people like to, like, go hiking up here, but you gotta yeah. be careful, because sometimes over here, the mountain over here, there's, um, it's private property, so you gotta really be careful, because if the property owners are here, they will, um, they have hounds, they'll release them, or they'll shoot you. Oh, that guy just ran over a glass bottle. Oh, man, he's about to, ooh, he messing up his tire. Oh, they about to get out and check it right now, I think. Yeah. Oh, what too, oh, that's bro? That's all bad. That's all bad. You don't want to get the classic and tire. Oh, man, he's still rolling. <laughs> he's like, fuck that shit. No, not funny. He, he goes down the thing. Yeah, no, this whole little mountain up here, I mean, I've explored it one time in my life, uh, just for a few minutes with the friends, but we ran into just a cow. Oh, There's literally just a couple cows just rolling, just roaming through these hills. I guess the, the property owner has a few cows and just lets them roam through free. So ran into just a cow. And that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, I, um, I think over here, behind us, there's um, a field where there's goats, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, way back there, there's, there's some goats, but you have to, like, go through the gates and all the stuff. So that it gets you. Uh, I got a story about that. This one time, me, my, me, my brother, and his best friend, uh, my brother just got his license in a truck. So we loaded up the truck with the dirt bikes. And uh, so me and my brother's best friend were riding the dirt bike. My brother was following us in his truck, just ripping it around through the desert. And we were really far out in the desert, um, and we came around this hill, and there's a couple people shooting on the hill. We passed them, and went around, or, well, I went up and over the hill, and came down there so I could just fill the goats. So I got off, and I never, you know, really played with the goats. I wanted to go try and say what's up, and I guess the property owner saw us over there. He started trying to chase us down, and he started yelling at us, trying to, like, oh, you know, why are you over here on my land, blah, blah, all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, we apologized to him. I was like, no disrespect. You know, there's no signs posted. It was all open. You know, we're just a couple kids wanting to have some fun, you know, ride our dirt bikes, and he understood it and respected us, and then he actually let me go play with the goat, which is pretty cool. That reminds me, one time me and my friend, uh, Matthew, um, we were off-roading in his, um, he had an Xterra, a yellow, yellow Xterra, we were off-roading, <clears throat> and we were just going wherever, like, wherever the road took us, and um, we ended up in a field with nothing but goats, like, oh, shoot, like a whole herd of just goats going everywhere. So we hopped out and we started chasing the goats. We started messing with the goats. <laughs> then my friend's car got headbutted by the goat. So we dipped because <clears throat> we ended up seeing a truck pulling up. And it looked like there was a couple people in there. So we were like, oh, we got to go. We don't know if it's a property owner or not. We got to go. So we ended up dipping and we ended up on 140th, or, I think, or somewhere around Yo, there. I think I, I think that same person was the same person that busted me and uh, my brother and his best friend. Did he have a truck? Or... Yeah, it was a white Ford F two fifty. Oh my god, I think it was the same person. Mhm. It was it was like way over there. Yeah, it was past the solar panels, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's the same spot we were riding. Way out over in. there. It was awesome. Those, those herded goats were awesome. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed. I, you know, I used to have a, you know, I've been into off roading my whole, my entire life. You know, ever since I was a kid, my dad's had me uh, riding shotgun in his jeep, or you know, and then as soon as I was old enough to put a helmet on my head, he put me. You know, he's had me on quads and dirt bikes, and uh, I used to have a Honda CRF, a 2008 Honda CRF 450, and uh, I sold that, actually, and my Nino gave me an, a 1987 Suzuki Samurai, oh, and it's yeah. a bit of a project, like, I'm starting the process of, like, I'm finally pulling out the engine, so I can rebuild the piston, or redo the piston rings, because that's the, the problem that's wrong with it, 
So I'm getting that set up to do, and I'm pulling out the engine tomorrow, throwing on the engine stand and tearing it down. Okay. And then once I finish paying off my speeding ticket, which I just got, um, I'm going to buy the piston ring, a little rebuild set off of uh, low range off-road online. Okay, okay. And it comes with the whole, you know, the whole piston rings, um, new water pump, new oil pump, and a couple other things for like 375 bucks. And it's definitely worth the deal for the Samurai, because it's kind of yeah. hard to find those parts, especially for... It's hard in general to find a car, parts for cars from the 80s that are new, let alone a Samurai, which are pretty rare. And uh, they're, you know, pretty rare to find, but they're awesome cars to go off-roading in. Yeah, I've heard of them. I've never been in one. But yeah, I've once I get this thing rolling, or, uh, you know... Running. Running right. And, uh, well, it's registered basically as a quad, so I can't really take it on the street. Yo, but, okay. I mean, like... No cop's going to care if I'm rolling in the desert. You know, it looks like it's a cheap anyway. It's not going to pull up. Hey, let me see your license. Let me see the, you know, see the registration on this thing. So we'll take it out in the desert, and then when I go on more trips and all that. Oh, that'd be cool. We'll definitely go out, which is fun. Yeah, because off-roading is really fun, especially at night when you can't even see. Oh, shit. Hell, yeah. There's been, there's been a couple times when I was <laughs> off-roading in the night. We almost hit uh, Cephalon Tower because it was so dark we, didn't, we, couldn't, we couldn't even see where it's at. Definitely need those LED lights for, especially for off-roading now. Yeah, my homie had um, the regular just the regular stock lights, not those lights. ugly yellow ones. And they were dim. I'm talking about dim. Oh, man. So it, it was very, very frightening. It reminds me, like especially going off-roading, like uh, for the week of, excuse me, for the week of July 4th, my work gave us because uh, of how slow COVID was, they gave us um, a whole week off worth of work with no pay. So I went out to the middle of uh, Gorman to go off-roading with a couple of my my, my best friend and her sisters, and uh. You know, I just took my truck out there. Well, we didn't really go off-roading, but just to go camping for the weekend. And, uh, you know, we're going to the little river in the back over there. And on the way back, you know, there's a couple little whoops on, that are paved. And I was like, oh, I remember this one. I'm going to hit it hard as hell because it wasn't that bad on the way in. But I hit it, and I bottomed down, and I blew out my, my uh, right rear shock. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my truck was, like, uh, saggers. It was bagged, basically, because the right shock was blown out. Oh, see, okay. Yeah, that, that reminds me of a time. We, my friend didn't fuck up his car, but um, we were we were messing around. It was over by the solar panels. <clears throat> There's a nice little area to go through, and um, we we're going through, and my homie was like, "Hey, it was me and my two homies," and he was like, "You two hop in the back, like on top of the car in the back, and I'm gonna floor it, okay. and you guys you guys just try to hold on, for the best you can." And we held on, we held up pretty good, and then we took turns, and when it was my turn driving. Um, I was going pretty decent speed, you know, there was a couple bumps, so I, I didn't want to um, ha- have them fall off. So one of my homies goes and says, pick up the speed. So I picked up the speed, ended up hitting the bump, and my homie flew off. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, and I was probably going around like 45 miles per hour. Damn, that's that's pretty wild. And it was on the side of a cliff, so. <laughs> yeah, I've been a few. I've been in a few rollers or off-roading in my life, you know. Just whipping in with my, you know, my my uh, family, my cousins, and all that, a couple friends, and especially my best friend. There's a one time we went out to our our uh, my high school friends. His parents have a lake house at Silver Lakes out towards Victorville, and uh, my buddy was wanting to learn how to do a like to to hit a, a burnout like a berm, and so I was like, all right, yeah, I'll show you how to do. It. I'll show you how to drift it basically. So we drifted the berm, but it wasn't as badass as I wanted it to be to show him. So I went and I made like a whole loop, like a like an oval loop. And I tried drifting it to turn around, and uh, the left tire, the left front tire, caught a ditch, and I flipped it, and we rolled the the little the little side by side like three or four times, and I you know, I completely tweaked the roll cage, 
the spark plug uh, connectors flew out actually from when they were holding the spark plugs. And I completely fucked the whole thing up, blew out one of the tires. It was just a big mess. And then my friends were like, yeah, you're not driving anymore. Oh, but yeah, it's, just, it's definitely a fun time. Yes, yeah, fun time. Yeah, that's a, that's a, especially when something bad happens. It's yeah. fun for a cool couple it's, minutes. It's fun until you have to fix it or pay for it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really felt bad, but like, you know, my best friend, is, is uh, he said I didn't have to pay for anything and I offered to fix all the damages, but I really didn't have, he told me I didn't have to and he wouldn't take my money. He's like that much of a nice guy. So that's cool. So, yeah, it's definitely... Definitely rollovers are, are not the, are not the best, but in the moment they're fun. But the after, what comes after sucks. Yeah, what comes after is that's what really sucks. Yeah, I think that might be it for the first podcast right here. You know, conversations at the duct. Um, it was great having you, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course.